This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Welcome to Glamier. Hi, this is Dr. Tabas Samir. I'm a cosmetic dermatologist, owner, and founder of Mirror Skin Cosmetic in New York City and star of an Emmy award-winning Bravo TV show. My podcast is all about great conversations with your favorite celebrities, media personalities, and well-known experts in the worlds of lifestyle, celebrity, relationships, and more. Through their stories, I hope to uplift, inspire, and educate. This is Glamier. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Glamir. I have a treat for you guys today. I've got Dr. Ish Major in the house. How are you? I'm well. How are you? Welcome. I want to give people a brief description of who sure. you are. You're one of America's top psychiatrists. That's what they say. That's what they say. <laughs> You've consulted on some of the toughest relationships, mm. um, demystifying the male psyche. Yes. Uh, so a lot of women come to you for how does a male mind think? Yeah. Good luck with that. Yeah, it's a little murky. <laughs> a little murky. And also, you just happen to be one of the the, the, the team on um, Marriage Boot Camp yes. and Marriage Boot Camp Reality Stars, which yes. is a tough crew. I've interviewed all of those people. Uh huh. And um, I'm, you're still standing. Still standing. Still breathing. <laughs> you know, we got a good crew. Yeah. So I've wanted you on for like a year now. I met you at a premiere party mm-hmm. last September. Yep. And um, at the time, uh, you know, there was there's a great crew. This time around, it was like Asifa, Bobby. Yes. You had Peter, Guns, and Amina. Mm-hmm. You had um, Kalen. And, Kalen, Javi. Yeah. yeah. I, you had a lot of fun people. JJ and Julia mm-hmm. and Megan, the bad girl herself, Megan, and Megan, DeAndre. Yeah. Mm. You, did you also have Fair Abraham on your show? She was on our last family season. That's uh-huh. what it was. Yes. Yeah. I've yes. interviewed her, too, for uh-huh. it, too. So I, I have so much to cover today. So welcome. Yeah. Thank welcome. you. Thank you. Um, I want to kind of just start with um, what is it that people, when I've been reading about you, Mm -hmm. you are a single man and you like to discuss the mind of men Mm -hmm. and a lot of women come to you with tons of questions. They do. I mean, I'm assuming you're single. That's what your bio said. Used to be. Yeah, I got to update that bio. (laughs) You got to update that bio. I saw you give like a little look when I said that. Yeah, I got to update that. that. Yeah, I got to update that. Sorry about that. He's not single, but... I'm glad, but uh, but the point is that you know for a very long time you used to, you you still talk about like men mm-hmm. and how they think, and mm-hmm. you get a lot of women that come to you for this. Mm-hmm. Go for it. Well, because it's a whole different ball game, right, yeah. guys? The thought process is totally different. Mm-hmm. You know, women are more process oriented; they kind of want to work through the thing and talk through the thing. Mm-hmm. And guys, we just want to hear the beginning. Give me a little bit of the middle, mm-hmm. and I'm going to show you how to get to the end. Then we're going to just shut that down. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that just doesn't work. I, I kind of communicate like that, too, yeah. to be honest with you. Going through med school, I had mm-hmm. to get to the point. I don't like right. to dwell a lot on right. problem. I want right. to get to the point. Let me t- right. let me know what that problem is, exactly. and let me know what that solution yep. is. And sometimes other women perceive me as way too abrupt. But I just think I'm not being abrupt. Mm-hmm. I just would like you to, to like help me get to the point right. as opposed to dwelling on the problem. And, see, and that's the thing for guys to understand is sometimes there is no point. The whole point is just to be in the moment, in the story, along for the ride. She yeah. doesn't. She doesn't need you to. You know. She doesn't need you to fix the problem because yeah. most women already know. Yeah. They know exactly what's wrong. Mm-hmm. They know exactly what they got to do to fix it. Mm-hmm. They just need you to sit there and listen, and that's it. And once, once we as guys know that, then the pressure's off. We're like, okay, so wait, let me understand. You don't need me to do anything. Mm-hmm. No. 
great. I can just sit here. I'm good. And uh, okay, so I want to go into a lot of the most common questions that yes. you get asked. Then after mm-hmm. that, I want to talk about the solutions to that. And then I definitely <laughs> want to end on I on, on your um your marriage boot camp because yes. there's a lot of stuff to say. Yes. All yes, right? yes, yes, yes. Um one of the uh, one of the most common questions you get asked by women. I mean, I have my list of what people uh-huh, have been asking me, but uh-huh. what, what's your most common that you can remember? You know, the most the most common question is why do guys lie so much? Yeah. That's... Okay. Let's talk about that. First of all, so much is that is that an unfair question? Why, why do guys lie so much? Well, because the assumption is they're going to lie, right? Yeah, it's just a matter yeah. of how much, a lot, or but a little. But isn't that like a mindset going into it? Like if you think, hey, why does guy lie so much? Right. Right. Exactly. Maybe that's not. I don't know. You're already you're automatically setting up this adversarial situation yeah. because you're expecting him to fail. So yeah. what I tell women you're is, listen, setting him up for a failure. You're setting him up to fail. Yeah. Here's the thing: you can walk in there because here's why they lie so much because he's trying to figure out what your asking price is. Mm-hmm. Right. That first date, we're sitting across the table and we're having chatty, chatty, and everything's going good. We're listening for those key words. That's yeah. okay. This is this is the buy-in. You need, how many times do you need me to text you per day? Five. Okay. Cool. Got okay. it. How many times do you need to talk per week? Three. Got it. I can do that. How many dinners? How many? That's what we're listening for, and we want to make you happy. And right. so we're gonna. If we're not quite on board with it, we're gonna kind of sort of bend the truth to make you think so because we're there to make you happy. And so for women, you got to let a guy know it's okay to tell the truth. Yeah, you know that's so important. Yeah. Because if you open up those lines of communication yeah. and you allow them to tell you the truth, right. then then I just think that everything becomes more open. Make it okay for them. I've been in situations with guys where we didn't tell each other the truth, uh-huh. and what ended up happening is I would just assume, oh, he's not going to understand, right. and he would probably think the same about me. Right. Whereas the fact is, we were probably both really cool with what we right. were thinking. Exactly. Um, exactly. You'd be surprised. Not, and then it was time to move on. Or not, and you save yourself the next two or three months, and you yeah. don't have to think about it. And and I'm a big believer in, uh, you know, I think a lot of times when you say, why do men lie so much? Uh-huh. Maybe because they're trying to get out of being in trouble. We don't want to be in trouble. Yeah. And we don't want to get in an emotional conversation because we know we're going to lose that conversation. Okay. What's an yeah. emotional conversation? An emotional conversation is something I did wrong and I'm trying to figure out how I can do it more right the next time. Yeah. Or is there something you need me to do or be and I don't really know how to get there. Got it. Right? And so you're trying to avoid as men. We don't not, like it. You don't like it. We don't like it. So people are going to be... Tempers are going to flare. Mm-hmm. Voices are going to rise. Mm-hmm. There may be some tears involved. We don't know what to do with that. Yeah, like, well, yeah. What do, what do so, I do with this? So it's hard for men to react to that emotional you know why? Out- outburst. Okay, you know, let's go back to med school. Yeah. We don't have that connection in our brain to yeah. access that area very yeah. quickly. Women yeah. have it. They can yeah. get there. They yeah. can process it and be done. Guys, it takes us a little while to get there. So it t- by the time you're there and done with it, we're just getting there. And we're just like, okay, what happened? Yeah, got it. <laughs> so what you're saying is a lot of women, I, can, I have friends mm-hmm. and I can tell you that what they'll do is they'll talk to me about something that the person that they're dating is doing wrong. Right. And it's little things like, you know, when I left his apartment the other night, he didn't, you know, walk me to the door and open the door. He just (gasps) said, you know, and I said, well, okay, did you tell him that? Well, no. Well, he should already know. No. And I'm like, how can he know? He can't read minds. Exactly. Just because you're in love doesn't mean I'm automatically able to read your mind. So Judge Toller gave the best advice I'd ever heard one night in boot camp. She was like, listen, ladies, here's what you got to do. You got to know how to speak, man. Tell him what he did wrong. Tell him how it made you feel. Tell him how to fix it. And move on. how to speak, man. Yes. Yeah. 
So, so that is one thing that I do get. Like a lot of like, I have a friend. I always talk about this friend. I, I don't know how she's still friends with me. I never said her <laughs> name. But she's one of these girls that she gets these expectations in her head right. of how her friends and her dates should behave. Uh, and when they don't act that way, yeah. she gets angry. So by the time it's time to say something, she's so upset that yeah. it just comes out in like a flood. Yeah, she's front loading. She's front loading. Front loading. Yeah, so she's got to take that expectation. And just turn it into appreciation. Got it. Right? Here's yeah. here's where here's where we are. I'm I'm young, I'm beautiful, I'm in the city and I'm out on a date. It's a great day. Yeah. Right? And yeah. I got a chance to meet this new person and we're gonna see where it goes. Yeah. And just appreciate that. Anything that comes next, mm-hmm. well maybe it does, maybe it does, but just appreciate the moment. We just gotta push pause a little bit. And you know, especially in the beginning, that's a good time to kind of state your yes, feelings. Yes. I mean, it may not be the best time to be like, I wanna get married and have five kids by Actually December. it is. It is? Okay. Actually it is. Okay. Why not? Mm-hmm. Because as a woman, see, you gotta understand, you get to set that expectation. Yeah. Guys, we're just we're happy to be there. Yeah. I'm like, hey, I caught I caught the train before yeah. I left. I'm glad to be here. <laughs> right? So yeah. you get to set the expectation. Hey, listen, you know what? I don't, I'm not really big in wasting people's time. Yours are my own. Here's why. Here's why I am. Mm-hmm. I think I like you. That's why we're here. Yeah. Let me tell you what I'm looking for. Not today, but down the road, I I do want something serious, and I do want to progress to the you know one-on-one relationship. We're going to be monogamous, and then maybe marriage after that. Who knows where it goes? I'm not saying you're that guy, but that's what I'm looking for. What are you looking for? And in that moment. You just gave him the opportunity to tell you the truth. Yeah, I really like that. I've been in situations with guys where I've said to them, hey, in my mind, this isn't the guy for me. He was Mm -hmm. fun Mr. Right Now, Uh but he wasn't the right one for me. So I say to them things like, and I kind of of default to, um, you aren't able to give me what I need right now. And... I'm not saying that what I need right now is a committed long-term relationship, <laughs> but what I need right now is not him. Right. But it works, right. and it's right. the truth. Look, it's, it's Star Wars premiere week, right? You just yeah. did an Obi-Wan Kenobi. You're not the guy I'm looking for. Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's it. That's all it is. All right, so another thing that people talk about a lot, yeah. um, and I'm sure comes to you a lot, is cheating. Mm. One of the questions yes. that I read that somebody wrote is, why do men look for a wife or a girlfriend if all they're going to do is cheat? Yeah. I have a problem yeah. with that question, yeah. but I understand it. Right. It, it's a very common question because mm-hmm. women feel like it happens so much. It's yeah. like, you know, every single time, all of my friends. And if they've done it in the past, they're going to do it right. again. Right. Yeah. And it's very hard for a to change the spots. But what you got to understand is 80%, 90% of the time, cheating doesn't have anything to do with sex. Right? Guys are humans, too. Yeah. And so I've got a best friend right now who just went through the exact same thing. I said, well, why'd you do it? He's mm-hmm. like, well, I needed to feel needed mm-hmm. and, and desired. I wanted to feel like... I was, you know, yeah. appreciated. And when that doesn't happen, guys tend to drift and look for that, yeah. other, you know, in other places. Yeah. It's needs and wants. We talk about it all the time on boot camp. Right. And I think that's really important for people to listen to yeah. because I'm not saying that I think cheating is good. Now, who's going to say that? No. Who's going to say that? No. Who's going to say cheating? No one's going to say that. But I am going to say that sometimes there's a reason for it that is um, a, a lack of emotional connection. Yes. Um. What about a man that just wants to have sex with a bunch of different women? Like maybe he's not getting everything he needs from the woman that he's with, and that's why he cheats. Well, you know, it's that old saying, right? Mm -hmm. Um, Everything that we see in the world is about sex except sex, which is usually about power. Yeah. And so for a guy to go from woman to woman to woman, that's not, that doesn't have anything to do with sex, really. It's yeah. just about him trying to feel this, fill this void on the inside to make him feel better about who he is, to make him feel wanted, to remind him that, oh, yeah, I am worth it because these women like me type thing. And so you've got to, so you, that's the guy you need some work, who needs to do some work on his own while you look for somebody else. That's true. Yeah. Because um, I, I have, I've had situations like that, plenty that I know yeah. um, in the past where, 
there there have been men and mm-hmm. some extent women too. I knew a girl like this too. Oh, yeah. But um, they're just okay, they go from partner to partner to partner. Serial daters because uh, they feel a void on the inside. Yeah. They feel yeah. an insecurity or right. a void that only that can. Yeah. So and no matter how many partners you have, no matter how many dates you go on this week, there is not enough love and attention and affection in the world that's going to fill that void. For right. You, you know. So and and the reason I'm bringing this up now because there's a I saw there's a, a tweet by Tony Robbins and there's a woman mm-hmm. I can't remember her name but she's one of these experts and one of her TED talks her biggest TED talk is about cheating uh-huh. and I thought well this is the perfect time you're here with me right now. What do you say to people who who have asked you that question? Mm-hmm. And the second question is, if he's cheated before or she's cheated before, is he going to do it again? You know what? It's obviously that the best predictor of future behavior is past behavior. So he's got a very high chance of doing it mm-hmm. if you don't fix the problem. So mm-hmm. you really got to you've got to just strip it all away, like you're stripping a car down to the bare metal before mm-hmm. you build it back up. You got to figure out why. Mm-hmm. And you're never going to figure out why if you can't figure out your part in it because it takes two people to have a dysfunctional relationship. It's yeah. not all on the person who did the cheating, right? Yeah. Something's missing. Let's talk about what it is that was lacking here between mm-hmm. us. It, and it's the number one rule of engagement for boot camp, right? We got a, the problem, the symptom is the cheating. The illness is that we have a horrible relationship. The so symptom is right, the cheating. This is the symptom. And and oftentimes I feel, and this is my medical background. Mm-hmm. I think you and I are very common with. Oh this. yeah. We look at things very logically. Yes. And I try and do that in my own life. You know, of course I get emotional, but then I sometimes need to sit down and yep. think about it and process it, and yep. then bring like history, physical diagnosis. Yep. That's you what got I it. do. Yep. Um, and sometimes I think about it like maybe the communication's off. Mm-hmm. Maybe. There's something that's lacking that the two people have not been able to fix with each other. Absolutely. And oftentimes it's communication first. Communication is a big one. Mm-hmm. Sex is another humongous yeah. one. Yeah. You got to talk about those needs and wants. Yeah. Trust issue is mm-hmm. a big one. If the cheating has happened, that's mm-hmm. a big one. Forgiveness is another one. Mm-hmm. Those are like the six relationship killers. And Respect w- is another one. It's a big one. It's that's a, a big, big one. thing. Respect and trust. Yeah. 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 That's it's a huge big. thing. Yeah. It's a huge thing. And oftentimes, like when I'm looking at what everybody's doing, I think that. That there's a breakdown in communication where the female, and I'm not trying to precipitate stereotypes. Oh, careful the, now. The female careful. might not be able to have said something in a way because she's gotten so emotional that by the time she brings it up, it's like a whole flood of emotions. Uh. And I feel like that is pretty common. Mm-hmm. But it doesn't mean it doesn't mean that she's wrong. It just means that what maybe she should have said something along the way before it got to that point. Right. What do you say? It's like pressure release valve, yeah. right? You, if you let if you stack these emotions, you stack these issues that build up over time, they're just never going to get resolved. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. And so you know the interesting thing about couples is they have the same arguments over and over again, mm-hmm. just like this season, Bobby and Oscar. Yes. They've been having the same oh, argument. Bobby and Oscar. They've been having the same argument for ten for years. Eight, ten years. Ten years. Yeah. Forty over forty breakups, ten years, and it's always the same argument. Yeah. Which is not uncommon. Mm-hmm. Most couples, they argue about the same 70% of things the exact same time. That's yeah. the bad news. The good news is it's usually small stuff. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Put the toilet paper back on the rack. Put the seat up But it's down. about the way they feel they're being treated. Right. Isn't that what it exactly. all comes down to? That's what it all comes down it to. It all comes down to that. Mm-hmm. Yep. yep. I know something, don't I? <laughs> <laughs> All right. So there's something that you get asked a lot, and I would love for you to talk about it. And uh-huh. I'm sorry if I feel like I'm picking on you boys out there. Not I'm really, not. But yeah, you know, how can you tell a man's lying? 
This is something that they you can ask a lot, and I love the answer. That's why. That's why. That's why I'm asking you. You know, it depends on the guy's age. You know, you, sometimes you can tell a guy's lying just because his mouth is moving, <laughs> talking, right? Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. But for when it comes to guys, forget about the words. Mm-hmm. You know, believe half of what they say and all of what they do. All men of what speak, they do. Men speak through action. Yeah. If I like you and I say, listen, you know what? I'm going to call you seven o'clock on a Tuesday. Mm-hmm. I'm going to ring your phone at seven o'clock on a Tuesday. Yeah. I'm going to be there Friday at eight o'clock. You best believe eight o five will not hit, mm-hmm. and I'm nowhere near you because I'm showing you how mm-hmm. I feel right mm-hmm. it's how you take these couples who've been together for 10 years mm-hmm. and you know the, the nagging starts right yeah. the backing and forth and then why are you still here why do I love it and the guy was like well I'm showing you I'm you know I'm yeah. here I yeah. do all these things yeah and she's like but I never hear you say it yeah right? so guys we don't get that yeah the word piece we we show up and we do it with the action yeah. and so watch what he does I kind of feel it's, it's, it's simple but it's so hard like what you're saying is just tell us just tell us and do it calmly and do it rationally because listen right Mm -hmm. psychiatry pediatrics we all did these Mm -hmm. you you, you rotate through every department i did that too right milestones remember Mm -hmm. those developmental milestones yes yes, of course you can walk you can can grab a french fry same thing (laughs) right you're talking about pediatric milestones for babies babies. exactly and remember that little boy the only thing he wants to do with his mom is mm-hmm. just make her happy. He yeah. wants to bring home that report card or show her that picture he drew. Yeah. And as guys, the, the same things we do, we did as kids, are the exact same things we do as adults. Yeah. And so guys, we're just like overgrown little boys. Yeah. We just want to make the most important woman in our life happy, which is now you. Yeah. And so in order for us to do that, you need to tell us what to do. Yeah. And believe me, we will not mind because you will mind. what I remind women is all the time, hey, you know what? At the end of the day, he's there to make you happy. Yeah. And you need to draw him a roadmap because he is not, he, he just, you know, he's not Einstein. He's not going to figure it out on his own. Right. Because you're a unique individual. Mm-hmm. Tell him what it is that's going to make you happy and then let him hit those marks and he's good to go. Yeah. So what you're saying in, in the whole lying bit of it, watch the actions, watch the inflections. It's not about mm-hmm. what the mouth is saying. No. It's about what everything oh, else God, is doing. No. Watch yeah. what he's doing. Yeah. Watch what he's doing. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. I agree. And um, I don't mean to sound like we're um, picking on, like I said, but no. the fu- well, I do want to ask one more question before we get into some other fun sure. things. I have a friend of mine who uh, she downloaded some kind of crazy app uh-huh. onto her husband's iPhone. You see where oh. I'm going with this? Oh. <laughs> so she had a feeling oh. he was cheating on her. Mm. So mm. this particular app, it's it can tell you wh- where he's at. It can you can read his text messages. <gasps> you can listen to his phone calls because you can turn his speaker on. It's so scary. Oh, I don't know what this is, but Ooh. this is some FBI level <laughs> stuff. Right? It's not That's like it's level. not like an app you can buy. It was something that she installed on her computer, and this was like Ooh. five years ago. Ooh. But she actually could she could turn on his phone and where say say my phone's right here, your phone's uh-huh. right here. It could be turned on remotely, and she could see who he's talking to. It's crazy stuff. Ooh. I just want to tell you if I ever get to the point where I feel I have to do that, I'm with the wrong guy, and I'm I'm out. The wrong guy. I'm jumping off the crazy train. The wrong guy. Exactly. I'm jumping off. Exactly. Yeah. But she decided I'm going to stay and bust him. Okay. And guess what? He was cheating on her. And then? Well, I'm going to tell you something. I think you already know. (laughs) You know why he was cheating on her? She stopped paying attention to him. Stop having sex with him. Mm-hmm. Stop pleasing him. Do you know why she did that? Why's that? She was cheating on him. <laughs> <laughs> Yikes! So again, yeah. it takes two people to be yes, in a real dysfunctional exactly. relationship. It does. Exactly. So she comes to me telling me that her husband had cheated on her. I'm like, but 
but but you yeah. been cheating on him for a long Folks time. Folks generally skip. You the... stop paying attention to him. Well, that's how they come into boot camp, right? They yeah. come into boot camp and they just want me and Dr. V to tell their partner mm-hmm. why they're wrong. Mm-hmm. They don't want to talk about anything on their side yeah. of the table. Yeah. Okay, so it reminds me of what my French friend says. Uh-huh. In France, love and falling in love and relationships are always a process. Whether you're together for five minutes yep. or 50 years, yep. it's always a process that you never really um, accomplish no. fully. No. But And I like that because it means you always have to work at it. Of course. In America, it's a target. I got that yeah. ring on my finger. Right. I'm going to sit up and right. not do anything anymore. And you know what else changes? Mm-hmm. The roles change, mm-hmm. right? Because we think... I'm different as a husband than I was as a boyfriend, mm-hmm. right? No, no, no. no. You've got to be the exact same. Yeah. The things you guys did to get each other are the exact same things you got to continue to keep each other. Yeah. If you used to go out and have a good time, continue to do yeah. that because now what's going to happen is five years down the road, mm-hmm. you're going to wake up and think, I don't know who I'm, yeah. who I'm married to anymore. And, and people think that this is a fear that men have. I, I can't speak for all women, but that's a big fear for me. Yeah. Like, I don't want to all of a sudden be with somebody who's just, like, this is strange. coasting this is and like, not do anything. I'd rather be, be on my own, to be honest with you. Yeah. And you know what happens? Mm-hmm. We forget to be curious. Yeah. Right? Remember that first date mm-hmm. where you just, you can't ask enough questions. Yeah. You don't have enough. You're out of time. There's yeah. so many. Yeah. And after 10 years, you feel like, I've heard all the stories. Yeah. I've heard all the lame jokes. I yeah. won't hear them. But you, you got to remember... Humans, we're always growing. We're yeah. always evolving. There's so make always some, some new, new lame jokes together. Right, right. Yeah. Remember to be curious. It's yeah. the biggest form of flattery, and that will keep you connected. Yeah. Curiosity keeps you connected. Exactly, and I like that. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Inspiring conversations on lifestyle, celebrity, relationships, and more. This is Glamier with Dr. Tavis Amir. Um, let's talk about boot camp a little bit. Because, um, Are you sure? I, I, I really have to tell you, it's one of my favorites. Because the the, the people that you bring in, uh-huh. and sometimes I look at these people and I'm like, what? Yeah. I um, had the pleasure of, and I say pleasure because I didn't think I'd like this guy. Uh-huh. Peter Guns oh, yes. and Amina. My Amongst man all Guns. I had um, Asifa and Bobby. I had Kaylin. Mm-hmm. She wasn't there with Javi. I had... Um, that I have. I had a lot, and I've even had Farrah Abraham in the past. Okay. But, okay. Uh, okay. Peter You've had and, some all stars come through. Yeah. yeah. I, I really want to talk about. Well, who is your who is your most challenging couple? You know what? This season they were all challenging for really different reasons because most of these couples were really at an impasse. It's like I don't know how we go further from here, right? Yeah. Bobby and Oscar. Listen, it's been eight years. Mm-hmm. Are you going to marry me again or not? Now, I since I interviewed the both of them, I saw a lot of um, similarities. Like they're from the Shaws of Sunset, uh-huh. and they had Asifa comes across as really jealous and possessive. Is that how she comes across on on Shaws? She did. Oh, and so when I met, <laughs> there's a reason for that, by yeah, the way. <laughs> well, yeah, and I, and and so yeah, exactly because she is. So, um, but she said she isn't. She's she's not a jealous person. Um, and Bobby kind of came across as. Um, like he was along for the ride, like almost like she was pulling him into like this drama that he was sort of like, I don't know. And, and she never really forgave him for cheating. Mm-hmm. And all these years later, yeah. Um, 
that's a common thing for women and men. It is. How do you get through that? How did you help them get through it? Well, first, the problem is they don't have a shared reality, mm -hmm. right? Because Oscar says you cheated with the girl at the gym, and Bobby says, no, I didn't. Mm -hmm. And so if you refuse to cop to the thing, you can't agree to move forward. Exactly. Right? So, so first Bobby's we, denied it. Right. So first we need to figure out what exactly did and didn't happen. Mm -hmm. And at that point, we issue an apology, mm -hmm. and then we figure out a roadmap to move forward. They've never done that. Mm -hmm. So Asifa keeps, Asifa keeps coming back to see if he's going to finally commit this time. Mm -hmm. Bobby's thing is he keeps coming back to see if Asifa's ever going to let it go. Well, she can't let it go because mm -hmm. she doesn't know what she's really letting go. Yeah. All she knows is she doesn't feel like she's the girl for you because you keep breaking up and going doing these other things. Yeah. And so they're feeding the very beast they're trying to slay. It's, and it's just awful. But that's a very common thing. And I even is. read it on your one of your yeah. literatures, one of your books, that men don't always want to admit that they've cheated because if there's even a freaking grain <laughs> of sand's worth of doubt in the female's head, right. they're going to hang on to that. Hang on to it and never let yeah. it go. Yep. You know, my answer to that question is, what if is there's that? a question, then the answer is yes. Especially, <laughs> oh, yeah, especially as a woman, right? Yeah. Because you've got this That's really me. special thing called your gut instinct and trust and your intuition mm -hmm. use that woman's intuition mm -hmm. if you're thinking something's going on you're thinking that for a reason so you yeah. need to go with that i've often said um because i've been in situations where someone has cheated on me yeah. and even in that situation we've, we've all been there we've yeah. all it's yeah. common it's not like i'm yeah. special yep. like it's happened to a lot of people yep. uh, but i remember um somebody had i said to him like i know you've cheated no I have, I have who told you that who told you that and a lot of this deflection like who told you that who said and i'm like you know what i'm not asking you right. to validate it yeah. i'm telling you i'm done Good. and that freaked him out because he was yeah. like whoa i'm like i can't i can't spend my time right. with the one person that i always have to worry about if this person's lying to me why are you doing it that's my answer yeah. why are you doing it so and yeah. in their in their case they want to be with each other and they want to continue this drama, mm -hmm. some part of them must like it. I think, well, you get used to the habit, right? Yeah. And at first it's like those walls kept you prison. It's like, ah, I don't know, I don't know if I can do this. I don't know if, the... over time you get dependent on those walls yeah. and you don't know how to function without that drama. You become identified with it. Absolutely, that's who you are. Another one, Peter and Amina. Oh, um, Peter. Yeah, okay, so oh, if, you, if you're not from this country and you don't know, <laughs> or maybe you just don't know who Peter Guns is, I love hip hop, he's a hip hop yes. guy, but he's also very, very well known for having mm -hmm. lots of girlfriends and lots of baby mamas. Yep. And he's part of this thing they call the Creep Squad. Mm -hmm. um, I really thought that when I would meet him, he would just, be a big douche like yeah. I thought he'd be a mega douche mm -hmm. he was so charming right what the heck right <laughs> because you know why because he is under no illusions he's old enough to who he about is about what an a-hole he has accused yeah. me right yeah. he yeah. comes he came in the door first thing he told me doc doc I messed up fix me <laughs> that's yeah. what I'm here for yeah. and he gets it on the table now a lot of times he will use that as an excuse yeah because he's prepping you on the back end. Hey, yeah. I told you I was screwed up when yeah. I met you. So. But see, that's the part yeah. that I identify with. Mm -hmm. Like, would I date someone like him with his history? Oh, hell no. Right? I wouldn't. Doesn't matter if I think he's a nice guy. You can we can go for coffee. But maybe you could change him. Give him no, a try. No, no. I don't. I have Come enough on. projects. I have enough projects. <laughs> <laughs> I don't need a new project. I don't know why women think they can change men. Mm -hmm. It's it's like a, it's like you're in my opinion. Um, some a lot of women are like that. They feel like they can change a, a man. Lot. I would rather spend my life doing something great, like helping people, helping other, just doing things sure. great, rather sure. than identifying and focusing on trying to mold some guy into the shape that you want him to be. Yeah. What do you think about that? Listen, I think that is extremely pragmatic, and mm -hmm. I think that is thinking very linearly, like a doctor. Yeah, like <laughs> a doctor, that, right? But that is not how most of these relationships are. No. Because a woman feels like her love is enough to move mountains. Right. And I know 
And it this, should be. And it should be, yeah. right? And I know what this guy has done and who he has been, mm-hmm. but once he sees me and once he gets to know me, he will want me, he will want to change enough for me. Does that work? No. Okay, so why doesn't it work? That's just the way that it works. That's just the, the way, way it is. That's they think. Because I look That's at it happens, like you're... But this is not how it happens. That's I look it at it like, you know, everything you said, but yeah. I look at it like the opposite. You're trying to control someone. Yep to fit into the values and ideals yep. that you want him to be. Yeah. And you're never going to get anybody else to nope. do that. Nope. So women need to understand the difference between a prospect and a project. Mm-hmm. Guys like that, <laughs> that's a project. That's a project, right? <laughs> right? Yeah. It is. And a guy, you got to understand, a guy will never change for you, but if you're lucky, mm-hmm. he'll grow and he'll change with you as you do the thing together. What if somebody like Peter, or, or uh-huh. the Peters of the world, yep. okay, maybe not to his degree, but you know, Sure. What if they go go through therapy? Yes. And they're serious about it, mm-hmm. and they they cop to the fact that they've made these mistakes, sure. and they feel just like this has got to change. My life is a mess. Yep. And you meet them at that point in their life. And what if somebody like Peter decided that he wants to seek therapy, really, really like weekly, whatever he's got to do mm-hmm. to really, really change? Yeah. What would you say about that? I would say go for it. Yeah. I would say let him finish the therapy, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And you keep him, as my mom used to say, you feed him with a long spoon until he's done with his therapy, I right? Like that. You keep him at arm's length mm-hmm. and you watch what he does. Yeah. Yeah. You watch what he does, listen to what he says, do all that, but watch what he does. Watch do you see does. the change in his behavior or not? If you see the change, move forward. Yeah. If you don't, yeah. push pause. Push pause. So, because that's, that's my point too. I feel like it really comes down to what does this person want yeah. for themselves yeah yeah they gotta you know because everybody always says right the relationship is 50 50 mm-hmm. i want to you know we're gonna hit this thing 100 i'm bringing my 50 no no you got to bring your 100 yeah you got to be whole and complete when you step through the door yeah because as judge Tola says this is grown folks business yeah. and at the end of the day when the romance fades and the sex gets gets dull we got to be able to do the business of yeah. this relationship yeah. which means we need to be two grown people and yeah. do this yeah thing. yeah and that's another thing that um i have issues with um People aren't whole, and they feel yeah. like being in a relationship is going to make them whole. Yep. And that's why they often feel so empty. Exactly. Because no, no other person is going to make Nobody you Nobody can give you that. Yeah. And then you show up, and after two months or two years, you feel the exact same way. You're like, okay, well, this must be, not be the person for me. They're not giving me everything I need and want. And then what happens? We start yeah. to lie. We start to cheat. We start to withhold all our feelings. Yeah. And it just unravels. And it was doomed from the beginning because you didn't come in with your full 100, yeah. you know? So what would you say to people that only go to dating coaches as opposed to a fully... I, I'm only saying this because I know a lot of people that yeah. do this. Yeah. They go to a dating coach. Uh-huh. And that's what they're they're focused on, a sure. dating coach. And uh, um, they and sometimes I think, well, you're going to somebody who's treating one aspect or helping you with sure. one aspect. What about the rest of it? Sure. What if you're not happy because you're not happy, not because you're single? Yeah. Well, we set ourselves up to win. We do yeah. things we think we can win at. And mm-hmm. so mm. when most people come to see me, they come. the presenting problem is this small thing over here that I can help them with. But the actual problem is this humongous gorilla sitting in the corner. Yeah. And that's just human nature. Yeah. But let's just... I, I got a bad picker. How many times have you heard, heard people say yeah. that? I just don't know how to pick them, yeah, Doc. Yeah, yeah, No, 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 no. Yeah. <laughs> don't have anything to do with the picker. Yeah. It's got everything to do with the person doing yeah. the picking. Yeah. And so... I just take that presenting problem and say, okay, we're gonna, we can do the dating thing, no problem. Yeah. While we do that, let's fix this over here. Because the thing is, people come, I want my miss, here's, here's my list for my Prince Charming, right? Yeah. He needs to be this, this, you know, 6'5", tall, dark, and handsome, yeah. have this and have yeah. that. But they never ask the question that should come before that is, what's that guy going to want with me? 
Yeah. Right? Uh-huh. And because it goes both ways. It He's does. getting something in the deal too, right? Yeah. And so if you're bringing your piece, then the Prince Charming, I, I got all, I got 10 Prince Charmings I can introduce yeah. you to tomorrow. Yeah. What is it you're bringing to the table what and why is that? Back? Okay, exactly. Yeah. yeah. And I like that. And I think it's important for people to kind of think about themselves yeah. as becoming a whole person. Yes. Because, uh, you know, when I go back to this friend that I talked to you about earlier. Who, I got to meet who, this friend. She, uh, <laughs> she sounds like really dizzy. Do. She really do. Um, <laughs> Which she makes all of these, like she picks at all these people's habits. Sure. And I said to her once, I'm like, you know, I think you need to focus on you taking care of you and feeling happy. Like yeah. I look at like if you are living a good life as a single woman or mm -hmm. a single man and you're happy and you're whole, then if you have a relationship, it'll be that much better. And if that relationship doesn't work out, you're still okay because yeah. your default was pretty damn good to begin with. Yeah. Why does she tell you she wants to be in a relationship? I think she feels this pressure in New York City of a single woman approaching a certain age gotcha. and all of those statistics gotcha. that she hears about, she will rattle them off. The male to female ratio, the sure. amount of women that get married after a certain age. And I'm thinking, like, you know all these ratios, but I don't hear anything about why your heart wants to be in a relationship. Right. Yeah. And so you she's got to have she that She doesn't want to be alone? Yeah, she's got to have that honest talk with herself because yeah. this thing we call relationship can do many things for mm -hmm. you. It can provide you a steady sexual partner. It can provide you companionship, just a really good friend, mm -hmm. somebody to go to movies with. Somebody. It can do a lot of things, but it doesn't necessarily have to lead to the big thing. So you really got to be honest with why it is you're there. And if the only reason you're there is because you don't want to become a statistic because of all these external pressures, then you're there for the wrong reason. I agree. And also the fun part is the dating part, but then it gets to be, there's some work involved, especially you want to mm -hmm. be in a, in a relationship. There's yep. some communication, there's yep. work, and there's all this other stuff that happens later. And I, I when I look at her, I'm like, parts. I think you'd be great to date this guy and probably yeah. for the first, I don't know, when is it still cool? Like for the first, whatever it is, first few months, it'll first be fun. But then as soon as, yeah, as soon as things get a little tough, right. you're going to be like, what is this guy doing? I, that's just my opinion. Because can she be alone? Can she not be alone? Uh, I don't think she can be alone. That could be a big problem. Yeah. I got a best friend exactly like that. Yeah. Cannot He cannot stand to be alone. Mm -hmm. Doesn't matter. He's got to have something to fill the space. Yeah. Does he ever feel full? Nope. Does he date a lot? Yep. <laughs> okay. So I know people like that too, yes. that, that they date a lot. Yeah. And I feel bad because like sometimes, like I saw this one friend of mine who doesn't like animals at all. I don't mean he doesn't uh -huh. like it, but not really a big animal person. And yeah. like... Uh, she she dated somebody she doesn't really she what she dated this guy she does not like animals uh -huh. her boyfriend had this huge doberman and she was like <laughs> pretending to be like lovey dove with this doberman like, you don't like you don't like dogs it's not who you are no yeah. so but she doesn't want to be alone yeah yeah, yeah you gotta yeah. show up and be who you are yeah, that's the problem so okay we could go on and on and on but where where what's next for you what's coming down the line for you uh so you still practice still practice mm -hmm. and so i definitely have a thriving detox clinic down south in south carolina um in a few months, we got another season coming, which is coming great. Your way, which is fun. Real quickly, before I just maybe be real quick. Do you see a lot of similarities between people going through detox and people going through bad relationships? It or just is, mirrors. It I does. Tell, I, feel, I tell folks, I'm going to detox you from one or two things: either a toxic chemical in your body or a toxic relationship in your life. Yeah. Which which are we which are we cleaning cleaning today? Yeah, cause because I could it's see the that exact same process. Yeah. And the first thing is recognition, mm -hmm. right? With Addiction, it's the only illness where you've got to convince somebody that they're sick before they're ready to get to work. Yeah. A lot of times the same thing with 
the relationships, relationships, which is what we do on Marriage Boot Camp. The first five days, we're convincing you, no, 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 this is really, really bad. <laughs> you got to look at this. Yeah. And now we can work on, now you got, now we've got some leverage. This is why you need to do these drills and get in here and get to work so we can help you fix this thing and make a decision. Got it. Yep. And know when to walk away, too. Got to know when to you walk gotta know away. when to walk away. You know what? That was Kale and Hobbies. I mean, a big yeah. problem. This, yeah. you know, because as hard as it is to find the one, mm-hmm. it's ten times harder to let go of the person mm-hmm. you thought was the one. Yeah, and that's just a big thing. You got to know yeah. when to say when, and use that magic word in relationships. Next. Yeah. <laughs> Go from the X to the next. X to the next. That's how it works. <laughs> I love talking with you. It's always great. I want to see you back Absolutely. for the next season. Absolutely. I have the I best time back. talking to That's your cast good. members, and I'm glad we finally got to get you on. And, you know, for the men, the fellas listening out there, we're not picking on you. I'm just going through some of you and Dr. Ish's most common questions, and a lot of them come from women. So, as a guy, if you have any questions, let us know. We'll be happy to. We're equal opportunity yeah, here. Yeah, fellas right? got to act right. That's all. <laughs> What's your. Yeah, exactly. It's that easy, right? It's that it's easy. That easy. Um, you can follow Dr. Ish on his Twitter. Yes, Dr. And, Ish Major there, and Ish Instagram. Major on Facebook, yep. and same on Facebook. And you Dr. can catch Ish him Major. on Marriage Bootcamp, which is on WeTV. Fridays at 9. Fridays at 9. Thank oh, you yeah. for being here. Yeah, thank you. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.